Hi, thanks for tuning into the Bacon Wire podcast. On today's episode, we did a post-mortem on MSU basketball, where we feel like the team is going to be next year, and talked about the NCAA tournament as a whole with our friends Ryan McCumber and crappy MSU Photoshopper. It was a fun show. Stay tuned. Here's Spartan Dog 97. All right, thanks, Spartan Dog 97. When I'm not consumed by the vast darkness of the universe and the fact that we're all sitting on a dying rock in the middle of the universe, slowly being choked out by four guys who think they're going to live out the rest of existence on some cloud server on Mars or whatever. Uh, I'm Spartan Dog 97. Um, got Lucas here with us. Uh, Brett for the time being has stepped away from bacon wire. We wish him the best, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Um, it's all good. Joining us today. However, we have co-host of the Spartan crazies podcast, Ryan McCumber and MSU's, uh, illegitimate bastard graphic design child, crappy MSU Photoshopper guys. What's going on? Not, not shit, fellas. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Oh, uh, doing great, man. Thanks so much for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. Ryan, Ryan came on here. Ryan came on here just so he could swear. Uh, Tim doesn't let him curse on Spartan <laughs> Hey, so, you know what? Every once, every once in a while, I can get a word or two in. But, you know, I, I try to somewhat control myself. But sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't go so well. Lumen, you know? Lumen, yeah. is, uh, Lumen is like the MPAA. Ryan gets one non-sexual use of the word fuck per episode. And that anything past that is... Uh, that'll fly. His, apparently his dad listens so you know we got to kind of somewhat yeah i know you know, oh, his son, you know yeah you know well we also have if my dad, dad if my dad listened i wouldn't give a shit so you know. we also have a dad listening mr landis what's going on <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so let's uh let, let's have a little group therapy fellas uh let's let's uh let's talk about it you know um, I wanted to. Rec- I, I just want to cry, man. I just want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, 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 I wanted to record. Um, I wanted to record right after the game, but I knew I would probably say something I would regret because it was like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh my god! I had to work. Um, so you know, it. it was it was a volatile mixture, but um, you know. Here's how I feel, honestly. Um, so the ringer, this is this is gonna be one of my long non sequiturs that doesn't seem like it makes sense, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it all together. I promise. Um here is here's the scenario. The the ringer is going back through Taylor Swift's entire discography right in anticipation for the <laughs> Lucas stay awake um, <laughs> in anticipation of her re-releasing fearless and at some point um, the last episode they they just finished covering red and they had a long discussion they had a long discussion about it red is my favorite Taylor Swift album and um I, I had got to, we are never, ever getting back together. And I thought to myself about halfway through the song, holy shit, this song, this perfectly describes MSU basketball. 
like you think they're going to change. You think this is the the time they're finally going to turn the corner. And then they do the same shit they always do. They miss shots. Izzo puts in bad lineups. They don't play defense very well. You know, it, it was, it was like watching. It was like groundhog day. I, I felt like I had seen that exact game from MSU eight times this season. And it couldn't have been a better way way to go out, honestly. Yeah, I, I remember saying on our uh, last pod that this, this is a game that they should win. But I was very close, very adamant saying, doesn't mean they will. And I didn't watch it because I had to work at like 530 in the morning. So I'm not going to stay up to watch it. Um, you know, according to another fan base, it doesn't count in the tournament. So I didn't want to watch a game that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> kidding. But got sick to my stomach when I heard you guys saying that they blew a 14-point lead and that they blew a five-point lead with like a minute and a half left. And then I saw all I had to see from the game was the Aaron Henry non-box out at the end that caused the uh, and one to tie the game. <clears throat> That's all I had to see. I was I was pretty pretty damn disappointed with that. You know, I can't I, I said I, I felt the same way, Lucas. This is a game that we absolutely we, we shouldn't lose to UCLA. I mean, no. even though they they made the Sweet 16, they just won today. They are not a good team at all. Um, of course, we have some dude goes off for thirty fucking points against us. We every single game, man. I swear to God, we play an inferior opponent, and some guy goes off for like 25, 30 points every single time this year. But I did I. I, I don't feel bad about that because I did get a lot of good content from the bacon wire Twitter account, calling that guy, like a calling that guy, like the bassist for like a Midwestern emo band that's dating a 14 year old. I did get a lot of, I did get a lot of, fo- I did get a lot of fodder out of that one. So. Dude. But like, I, I thank God I didn't have to work the next day. Cause I have a 6am start most days and uh if i would have stayed up to like 1 30 in the morning and watch that bullshit and have a split, blow a 14 point lead and have to get up in four hours i would have oh my god i don't know what i would have done but i, I was so pissed it, I was so it took pissed. a lot it took a lot to calm myself down at the end of that damn, that damn game i was just i was so apathetic turned it off like two minutes left in the overtime because it's just Twice against a team that plays in that building this year would blow a double digit lead like that. And I just at a loss for words, man. That's that's all I can say about it. I, I mean, I once over time once I went to OT, I knew we were gonna lose. So I was like, whatever. But like leading up to us going to overtime, I was like like we blew, we choked. It, it, we absolutely choked that game away. We had like a what a five point lead with a minute left. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, really? I mean, we had a fourteen point lead with ten left, didn't we? About. Are you? You're kidding? No, it. Uh, it and, was bad, Luke. Lucas. It was bad. It was Just bad. Consider yourself lucky you didn't have to watch that entire second half, dude. I had to go take a piss around one thirty, and I'm like, oh, the game should be over. I just. Kind of woke up, look at my phone. I'm like, yep, put it right back down. 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I think, I mean, honestly, this team's problem, and it, it happened last year. It happened all this year. It was the, I think it was this team's biggest issue this year. And it's going to be this team's biggest issue next year, honestly, leadership. is the lack of consistent leadership. No yeah. one was in the huddle to calm anybody down. You saw people screaming at each other the entire game. Yep. Henry and Langford were screaming at each other. Gabe Brown. Rocket Watts. And Izzo, I think Langford. Izzo assaulted Gabe Brown. Assault. <laughs> oh my god! And that was just poor timing, like right as the cameras. I saw that clip right as the cameras. I knew were, it, man. Were showing them walking, and then of course you know the cameraman like, "Holy shit, we got to catch this!" And then it cuts right to Kenny Smith jawing off, like, "Shut the fuck up, dude!" Dude, I knew once they had that on fucking yep. camera, it was gonna blow yeah. up again. B-ball breakdown, jizz his pants. <sighs> fucking lord. I don't think it was a great look. I really don't. Um, but, like, that's the relationship that Izzo has with the guys. It's not like he, like, threatened to storm another coach. You know, it's not like he threatened to, to fight another guy. Well, I, I love how every time that this happens, the media seems to pretend like players didn't know who Izzo was when they went to Kansas. <laughs> like, it, it's like a brand new thing every time. And look at how many players come back every year. Like how many people went to Twitter, like instantly just defending him. Uh, how how many times did, did we see Day Day on the, on the wrong end of that yellow? Oh man, all the, in his first two, I think years, almost all the time. I think almost any big MSU basketball player has got in the brunt of his O's wrath before. I don't think that's like this is this isn't anything new. Like yeah. Yeah. It didn't look great because it was on a national TV game and everybody was yeah. watching it. But this is shit that happens like three times a year at least. This is nothing the, new. The only thing that I'm upset about is the fact that Izzo was so calm this year that felt like the first time that he assaulted a player this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually, <laughs> usually you get like four of those dust-ups a season. The fact that that was the first one was kind of telling. Yeah. Um, Perhaps too little too late in the player abuse department. Honestly, crappy. That was a good point. I mean, I think if, if that's true, if he's picking on you, I think he knows the potential you have. Um, that's kind of a not the greatest way of showing it, but like, you know, going back to the whole Aaron Henry, you know, the fists, like he was gonna, you know, throw throw fists with him, punch him, or whatever the fuck they were saying. Um, look what look what happened, to Aaron Henry, after that game, that next game. Uh, not like that was Bradley. Um, well, you know, the next week he has a great game against LSU and, you know, no, the next week was, no, the next week was uh, Minnesota. They played Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota Minnesota was was the next game, but like the next week is when they played. Yeah. They had a big game against LSU. He had that really good game. Um, yeah, I, I just was like, fuck, that's not good. (laughs) And I just wish I don't like Kenny Smith anyway, so like it just makes me dislike him even more. Dude, I can't stand Charles Barkley, but he was spot on. Yeah, I, lo- <laughs> I like Barkley. Like, like I, 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 he, he's really hit or miss with me. But his college basketball, now, he's really good with the NBA. But his college basketball analysis is not good. Yeah. I mean, you can tell you can tell he doesn't watch much college basketball. Yeah. Um, but no, I wanna I wanna get back to the leadership thing, fellas, because I, I seriously think I seriously think it's gonna be a huge issue going forward for this team. You know, I 
I think I don't know where that I don't know where that leader is. I you know it's not gonna be any of the freshmen coming in because they're freshmen. Yeah, you know they kind of need to earn their stripes. If I honestly I would be surprised if Izzo ever plays a transfer portal game again. I would. He's. I would be. I wouldn't be. What do you mean? Do you mean like he won't hit it, or he won't? He won't. or he's just gonna he's gonna hit it hard this year. What do you mean that? that I think way? I just think I'm I'm scared that I'm scared that Hauser turning out the way he did scared Izzo off from the portal. No, maybe this maybe this season so. will be different because he'll because everyone gets the exception, so everyone's gonna be eligible right away, no matter what, and he doesn't have to go through the waiver process again. But I don't. I can see a scenario where Izzo steps back from the transfer portal because of because of the experience because of the Joey Hauser experience. Uh, I, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead, ahead Lucas. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and I think that uh, I think he realizes he needs a point guard. Like that he doesn't have a choice. Badly. He he needs a point guard and. Marcus Carr is probably going to go pro, but he'd be my number one choice. There was a kid from Davidson that hit the portal today. That's pretty good. And then there's that guy from Northeastern. I don't have the names in front of me. I just know those are the three top options on the portal right now. Point guard wise, he needs a point guard. He needs another big man because yeah. I mean, let's be real. There's two guys that are not going to be on this roster next year that are going to transfer. 95% sure that happens. I think they see the writing on the wall now. Who um, do you think it is? I mean, I'm not one to make Obviously. assumptions, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows who I'm talking about. I don't want to yeah. out it on a podcast until I mean, it happens. We, I think I know who you're talking about, Ryan. And I, I frankly, I frankly would be shocked. I mean, I, you know, just it, if you're talking about Kithier right now, just don't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I just, you know, Lucas, you just said in the chat, Bingham and Kithier, you know, I like, well, I, I honestly think about. Bingham, I honestly think Marky has been one of the brighter spots for this team. He's going to be back. I think he's got to be back. I think now yeah. that we're going to have a more normal off season, I think Mark, I think he's going to be able to put on the weight he needed to put on last off season. Well, and if he played, well, well, we, we said that every years, year. The team had a really I, good well, I true. Mean, ever, yeah. That, but he had, I mean, he did put on more muscle this year. He is more muscular. I mean, he does look more muscular. I think the problem is he just wasn't able, he wasn't able to maintain the weight because he wasn't at the facility every day. He was home. So I think, I think the benefit of having a more normal off season where he's going to be in East Lansing, they're not going to have a, they're, they already know what the dead periods are. So they know how to, they know how to manage those. I think a more normal offseason based on the based on the up in physicality he took this year. And you know, he's he's making smarter shots. He's not taking threes anymore. He's doing a lot of things right. I think I think Bingham and Sissoko are are maybe the future for this program. Agreed. Um, you know, yeah. Bingham the short I mean, term. Yeah. Well, Sissoko the long term. So I he's the enforcer. I don't know if that leaves. I don't know if that leaves Marble as the as the odd man out. I don't know what Marble's role is going to be on this team going forward. I don't know, but I just think I don't. know. but again, I, Izzo Izzo has Izzo has treated the big man rotation this year 
with the with the certainty of a teenage girl trying to decide trying to decide between two guys she likes. <laughs> I mean, it's been ridiculous. Like if you need if you're still if you're still unsure about why Enoch Boyake decommitted, now look you at know. the way look at the way Izzo has treated the big man rotation this year. I mean, it it's been it's been unbelievably random. G- Julius Marble will have a good game and he'll play eight minutes the next game. Julius Marble, or uh, G- G- yeah, Julius Marble, great game against Purdue at Mackey. Played like eight minutes the next the next time out. Uh, did he say he was gonna um, play Bingham a lot in one of the last games, and then he barely played. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my Maryland game. my. My biggest issue was was how we handled Bingham's minutes later in the year. One hundred percent was my biggest issue. The only reason Bingham should have been playing less than twenty per game is if he was in foul trouble. Really, or I mean, he does have a respiratory issue, which I don't think is talked about that much. But even then, he's—I mean, he's able. He showed he's able to play twenty twenty plus minutes a game before. It's not like he can't do it, you know. Yeah, like if you can get a good five minute stretch out of him a couple times a game, that's a win. Even longer I mean, than that, honest, I think we can honestly, get 12, 13 minutes out of him. I think we've seen it this year. There is oh, yeah. a chance. There is absolutely a chance, in my opinion, he could be a front runner for Big uh, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year next year. 100%. Oh, yeah. If he gets the right minutes, yeah. Hell yeah. There, like I, I, I've always been a big Marcus Bingham guy. Like I really liked him coming out of high school, and I thought that he would develop a shot more. I mean, he could shoot pretty decently in high school, but um, he's, I mean, until like, I mean, he played decently last year in a couple of games. Like he shut down, uh, shut down, shut down Coburn in that one game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he was really good down the stretch this year defensively. I mean, just look at the stats, man. When he's on the floor, the defensive. Uh, rating goes up through it goes up through the roof. If he's off the floor, it takes a huge dump. It's pretty it's pretty easy to see who should have been getting the bulk of the minutes in that year. I really and, and and another person who I don't want to give up on, and this is a very contentious um just topic of discussion amongst the fan base is Foster. Never mind, I'm just kidding. Um no I <laughs> Lucas I was actually about I was I was actually gonna get to Foster next. I was, honestly I was I wanted to get to Rocket. Um or I guess we're calling him Mark again. I don't want to give up on him at the point. I think he can still either. do it. I I want to I, I'm just give him a full off season, and then if he shits the bed the first couple of games, and yeah, give up. On he him. needs the thing is, yeah. guys. He needs the. He's leash. not. A, he's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. I don't. He's, I, he's, I, a, he's a combo guard. And, I agree and with at Ryan. best, he is a he is a shooting guard. He is absolutely not going to be a distributor. He no. played there out of necessity this year because we did not have a point guard. He's not Steph. Oh. He's Clay. That's that's yeah, the analogy. Well, plus, um, like, give him and Hogard both a full off season to actually work on work on the college game. Right. I mean, in terms of point guard play, Hogard actually had a whole bunch of shine on this game. It's just inconsistent. Ho- you know, he Hogard's very raw, but I think he played, Hogard played like a freshman this year. I mean, there's no doubt. Oh, about yeah. it. he yeah. looked like right. he looked like a freshman running a complicated playbook. I mean, that's I'm not. I'm not an anti Hogar guy, but man, he's got to work on his shot. Holy shit, that thing is ugly. Yeah, it is. It is pretty busted. But you know, there have been successful point guards with busted with busted shots who 
who who are successful facilitators and you know Hogard plays he plays hard like he has all the markings of a Tom Izzo point guard he plays yeah. hard he's he's smart and but he's just you know he was a fresh he's a freshman like that's all you can that's all you can say like Cassius Cassius didn't look awesome as a freshman Zet- yeah he had moments but I'm, I'm, really I I know MSU fans aren't really gonna like this comparison but. I see kind of a little bit of Xavier Simpson and uh, AJ Hogard, and I, I, I can see that because he was a, I mean, he was a fire guy. That's I'll that's be fine with that. I mean, Jeff Jackson crashed the car, so it's really unfair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Doctor Simpson, Mister Mister uh, Jackson. I really, I, I don't think Hogard's ever going to be a plus shooter for you. I, I really don't. I, I mean, if he is, that's no. awesome. And he's probably a all big 10 type point guard, but like, there's some people that are just giving up on him after his freshman year, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. Um, but I mean, I'm sure we'll get into the fr- incoming freshman class in a little bit, but uh, Aiken's coming. Aiken's one year is stupid. Yeah. Aiken's next year, I think is a guy. I mean, I, I hope to God that he gets a portal uh, point guard. Because I don't want to go in next year with a bunch of question marks again, but uh, I think Jaden Akins is going to get a decent amount of minutes next year too. Well, so I mean, I kind of want to, I kind of want to step back. I kind of want to take a zoom out, um, okay. if, if we will. So, um, you know, I kind of want to look. I want to look at MSU's at MSU scholarship situation. We've kind of danced around it. We've we talked about it in regards to Kithier and the big men situation, but I do I do want to talk about it. So. As everything stands right now, um, we lose, we lose, we lose Langford, we lose Henry. Um, do we lose anyone else? I don't believe so. I think everyone assumes Hoiberg's scholarship is getting pulled after this. Yeah. I mean, who answer. knows? Who knows who else is going to transfer? I think there's two obvious. I doubt that. I just. I don't think I, he's I'm not trying... going to take up a scout. He's not going to take up a scholarship uh, unless you think he's going to walk on there. He's not taking up a scholarship in Nebraska when they I mean, as I would much just, talent as they can get. I would just say I'm not. I'm not like. I'm just. I'm just saying right now who we know is leaving and who we know is coming. We'll speculate later. Okay. Um, we know Henry is Henry is all but confirmed that he's leaving. And Langford said Langford said he's not taking the extra year of eligibility in his post game. He in his post game press conference against UCLA, he might um, go to another. Conference. He might go to another. Yeah, yeah. That that was said there. That was weird. That was weird to me. I I would be surprised if that happens, but I mean, look if you know if if he's going to take the extra year and go get a doctorate at Harvard, fuck. Hey, do it. hell yeah, good for yeah. him, man. Yeah. If he fucking, does that shit, fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, or go but, get paid overseas. That's all. That's wouldn't be a bad call either. He's, yeah, he's I mean, go or, go get a, go get I, a doctorate, man. Like, go, or you know, shit, it's I'd clear. Him, it's I'd clear Langford. Yeah, it's clear Langford has aspirations beyond basketball, um, beyond playing basketball. And you know, if if going to another school is going to help him achieve those goals, then you know, God bless him, man. He poured everything he could into this program. Yeah, he owes us nothing. I, Dude, I feel so bad for him, honestly. I know he said don't feel bad for me, but I feel yeah. terrible for him because he his sophomore year when he played, he was a he was really good. Yeah. And then he gets hurt and 
who knows, man? Maybe that team wins a national title with him healthy. I, I will stand by, you know, we as Michigan State fans, we love to talk to what ifs, but like this is my biggest what if. It's it's even more of more of a what if than if McQuaid hits that three. I think Langford's game would have been perfect to break Texas Tech that night. I said that the entire time watching. Like you could just have Cassius or X just go to the rim and then pull up to Langford. Like just do a behind the back pass or find them in the right spot because Texas Tech, that was what they did. You know, they just swarmed you. Like, I I really – and he was really good at the beginning of the 18-19 season. And, yeah, I, I really think that's a national championship if uh, if JL if JL could stay healthy. And it's too bad he had to go out like this. Yeah. I, I you know, Langford – Langford's – he's a smart – he's a great – he's a great guy. He's smart. Um, it seems like – it seems like he has his shit together – you know, he's going to do great things beyond basketball. Um, can't wait to see wherever he ends up. Um, Aaron Henry all but confirmed he's going to the NBA. We wish him luck. I, you know, I think, I think the last month of the season dr- drastically improved his draft stock. I think he's in a pretty good position. I think he's going to get drafted. He's going to be a first round pick. I yeah, he'll be, yeah. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he played himself up to lottery, but no, stranger things. No, I've he's not going to be a lottery pick. Top twenty. Top twenty. I don't know if he'll be top. He'll be top, he'll be first round. I don't know if he's going top twenty. I, I think he's going to be a first round pick. Though. He'll go to we'll a team like the Lakers or something like a contender. That would that would be a really good pick for him if he yeah. goes to a contending team. So I I can't wait to see can't wait to see what Henry does in the future. I want to um, know what your what your take on uh, lawyer is, uh, SD. So here here's my take on lawyer. <clears throat> it's clear to me, it's clear that the guy, the team has a lot of respect for him, right? They, they love foster, you know, they, they hold him in high regard. He's a team favorite. And, you know, I don't, I'm not thrilled about giving a potential glue guy, the boot just because he's, just because he's not what, just because he's not what Fife told Izzo he would become, right? I'm not, I'm not down for that. You know, Foster, Foster helped Cassius through some of the darkest times in his life. It's clear he was a big bench presence when he went out. Um, you know, it's clear the guys love Foster. So I'm not psyched about just giving, kicking Foster to the side, especially after he tore his shoulder. You know, I just, I, I think one more year of Foster playing limited, limited minutes isn't gonna, isn't gonna be the poison pill for the program. I don't think, like honestly, Foster isn't the world beater he was sold to, he was sold to us as, but it's not like he's, and you know, maybe he's been an active detriment at times, but he's not gonna like, he's not gonna end up on any worst of list, I don't think. No, I mean, it's, it, it, you're right. It probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but it's be, it would speak to something that I've seen with Izzo. He's too dedicated to the, to the upper class, much like the, much like the former football coach was where he'll give the, he'll give the upper class and all the benefit of the doubt, but uh, Bingham makes one, makes one slight mistake. 
and he gets pulled and sits for six minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think the nice thing about Bingham is he's gonna he he's gonna get that benefit of the doubt now. So I think we hope. I, I, yeah, I mean we hope, but you know, coming in we have um, Jay Nakins, Max Christie. Uh, we assume that Izzo's gonna pull Jack scholarship. It was a symbolic gesture. Pierre Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, Pierre Brooks is coming in. Um, Keon Coleman says he's gonna play both. Um, he's a walk on you know, for who? He's right? gonna be a walk on yes. for basketball. He's gonna earn a football scholarship. So. All right. Um, that's going to be cool. And obviously we still have a big, we still have a couple big question marks hanging in the air. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm nervous about the biggest one. I, so we'll get to, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this conversation with him. I'm still a big piss. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go there right now. We'll end with him, but we'll just talk about the guys. We'll talk about the guys who we know are coming. Yeah. Um, you know, Aikens, Jay Nakins is is gonna be is gonna be, you know, a great a great four year player for for Tom Izzo. You know, he's you know, he might not go supernova Cade Cunningham. He could. I mean, I don't like to I don't like to put a crystal ball to seventeen year olds and go, This is what you're gonna do in two years. But um this is a, but no, I think the guys coming in are kind of what MSU is what MSU needs, but they're missing, but they're missing that leader. And I don't know where it's going to come from. Um, you know, I don't, if as much as I would like up. for Rocket to whip his dick out, you know, nothing. If Rocket said this offseason, I am going to be the leader. I'm going to be the head honcho of this team. The only person who can tell me what to do is Tom Izzo. Everyone else can fuck off and just spends his entire offseason with that mentality, that mindset, and and remaking himself into, into Clay Thompson. And, and so much blood would rush to my dick that I would pass out. <laughs> I, hang on, I, hang on. Not, you're venturing into my territory for jokes today. I, my pe- yeah, sorry, crappy. My penis can only get so erect. Uh, That'd be incredible. <laughs> not that part. Uh, rocket, rocket. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you've never seen it, so how do you know what it also be? <laughs> you've seen the back, you haven't seen the front. Christ. I think the one that could go Kate Cunningham would be Christie. Yeah, I think yeah. Christie's got that. Christie's kind of got that. Um, Christie's got, but Aikens I feel has the lower floor. Um, Aikens has the higher ceiling, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or Aikens has the Cassius Winston type of. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna put that expectation on him. Yeah. But like, but like you know, he, Cassius was pretty raw when he first started, but you could see the signs, and then. That 17, 18 year, like he did pretty decent, like later in the stretch for the most part. I mean, the offense, Agen. the offense Agen. didn't move through him. I think that was a major detriment. Was the offense didn't move through Cassius that year? It moved through Miles and it moved through Jaron Jackson and Tom Tom. Tom Tom too, yeah. That's Coach Tom Tom to you. They should have given Cassius earlier. 
the thing with Aikens is I, I, I understand like you're not comparing their game, but they are completely different players. Right. Aikens is more of an athletic, you know, point guard who can get up. I mean, he's probably the most athletic point guard we've had in a while. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I think he's going to be pretty good his freshman year. I'm not like, expect, I'm not saying he's going to be like an all big 10 type player or anything, but I mean, I think he could be like an all big 10, all big 10 freshman. I think that's fair enough to expect from him. I mean, the minutes are going to be there if he doesn't get, especially if he doesn't get a grad transfer point guard. Yeah, I think that's that, that's going to be the most interesting question is is does I think I think the major question mark is going to be how Foster recovers. Honestly, if if Foster if Foster has a setback in rehab, is oh my go okay? I need to go grab somebody out of the portal and just gray shirt Foster, give Foster medical redshirt or whatever he needs to do to make the scholarships work. Um, and go get a point guard, but otherwise. I think he'd be more than comfortable rolling with Hogard and, you know, Aikens and Foster, Foster being filling in the gaps. That's kind of scares me, honestly. <laughs> it really does. I, 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 I have zero confidence in Foster Warrior at this point. No, but I'm not saying Foster's going to be the, st- I'm no, not going to say Foster's going to be the day one starter. I'm just saying Foster's going to, Foster's going to take like that Kyle Arns, like seven minutes seven to 10 minutes a game roll. I, under, I understand what you're saying, but I, I even don't have any confidence that we give you seven to 10 minutes of quality basketball anymore. I, I don't have any confidence in him whatsoever, to be honest. I, I'd be curious to see how he does if he's not the point guard. Like, if you can just oh, get yeah. hot to just shoot, a, shoot, a, shoot one or two or three threes in a game and make them, like, perfect. That's great. Is Thank it? you for your service for this game. Grab some bench. His issue is 100% confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt for in my sure. mind. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we were hearing. shot go through the hoop like he did at Ohio State two years ago. I mean, that, like, he, he got so much confidence that game. And then it just all went to shit the next day. We're, right. we're far away from it now. But I think people kind of forget just how good Foster was in high school. He was un. Believable, Mr. Basketball. He was Mr. Basketball. He what? He did win Mr. Basketball. He got a certain meatball very upset. (laughs) He did. He did get a certain meatball very upset over winning Mr. Basketball. Had was very. (laughs) By by the way, neither one of those guys wound up being worth a shit in college. Yeah, between him and Julius. Is he still in Michigan? (laughs) No, he transferred to Cincinnati. He wasn't that good this year. Oh, that's right. So I just don't, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think whether or not we hit the portal for a point guard is really going to depend on whether or not, whether or not Foster recovers, has a, has a normal recovery timeline from his shoulder. Right. And I'm not trying to talk shit about a kid, you know, he's, he's, he was very, very shit on this year. And I was one of those people, you know, I, no matter what happens, I wish him luck. Like, do I want him to come in? every game and drain a couple threes of course i do i, I don't root i don't i don't root for him to fail when he's out there right I get, mad, I get mad when he's put in that position sometimes or like as much as i have a a, a bone to grind with a certain kith year uh <laughs> I, 
What did Jay never do to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually. I'm not blaming her her son for her sins. No, no, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas, Lucas. I I am 100 with you. People that are like, oh, you're rooting against kid. No, I'm not. I want nah. the kid to be successful. Like, come you, on, dude. You really think I'm rooting? Jaws off. Saying that who, who the hell roots for who, who, who the hell roots hell is, for against somebody on, I, I, on, their on my team? team. Like yeah. what in the world? I, I don't I do not understand the he's like you're rooting against the kid. No, I'm not. I want the kid to do well. It's when, just when, not working out. It when is your what mom, it is. When, when your parent goes on Twitter and says some appalling shit like if it weren't it, it basically saying if it weren't for Thomas. Cash and X wouldn't have been NBA prospects. That is ridiculous. That is an indictment. And I'm sorry, but you're, it's not your fault, but your mom saying this stuff about you does not help our perception of you as a player. Do I think Kithier's had some really good moments? Yes, I do. There's been some games where I'm sitting there like going, man, maybe, maybe Brad Sparty was right. You know, he, he's, he's putting up, <laughs> he's doing pretty decent in this moment. But then there's some games where it's like, I, I don't really scream at MSU hoops anymore, but when I see him getting abused in some of these games, like he was like against Maryland and, you know, Dickinson was eating him alive. I'm sitting there going, get him the fuck out. <laughs> right. It's not good. It's I not think... good. And I, I hope he can turn into something, you know, more serviceable, but it's, I never had a problem with Kithier himself. He's I mean, not I... a, he's not a guy that is, he's not a big 10 quality no. championship big man it, it that gets a ton of minutes he's just not he is what he is he's he's a undersized dude he he can't play the five let's just I, throw I, a bunch I, of steroids and see what happens I, <laughs> this is dumb. Why not? Uh, I think you know i i live i live near i live near macomb dakota where kithier played the majority all of his high school ball um, yeah, really. And, you know, I just that I didn't I didn't see it. I, I did not see what Izzo saw in 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 Kithier when he was when he was at Dakota, because the same SD, happened he, to he, him he, in the Big Ten happened to him in high school. Anyone that was bigger than him bullied him. Just he blew up. He blew bullied. Him. He blew up at an Izzo camp is what happened. He yeah. blew up at an Izzo camp and he got offered. That's what happened. And didn't he get suspended by the uh, MHSAA for a year for transfer? Yeah, wasn't his? For, yeah. It was still, which was ridiculously yeah. stupid. I, was, I mean, I was, no, that was fucked up on the MHSAA. I, listen, yeah, that was fuck the MHSAA. They right. suck. They're the fucking worst. They are terrible. There's a reason that top athletes in the state of Michigan leave the state of Michigan to play high school. Right. right. They, they, nobody stays here. Let them play. It's not just the let them play thing. It's the. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it, Lucas, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, no, but like, you know, Kithier, you know, Kithier, the only difference I've seen between Kithier in 10th grade and Kithier now is like he maybe put on 25 pounds. Like he uh-huh. hasn't grown since 10th grade. He His game hasn't gotten better since 10th grade. You know, he just kind of, he kind of is what he is. And like, I'm sorry, but like, if you, you know, and I don't blame him for coming to MSU. If a big time program like MSU, you have to take him. Look at his offer sheet. Of course he was going to Michigan State if he got an offer. I mean, come on. 
So it's just, you know, I, I don't know what the future holds for, for Thomas Kithier, whether he stays on the team or not, but you know, I, I think, I think the end of the season kind of, kind of showed, kind of showed where Izzo, where Izzo, where Izzo kind of was in terms of how we felt about Kithier. He got, I mean, yeah, there's a reason he got no minutes in that UCLA game. He got no minutes in the Michigan game. And it's, uh, it, it sucks to do that to a kid, but you know, if, it's if big boy basketball, man. It's big boy basketball. You know, that's how shit goes. When ST was saying that he hasn't gained any weight since high school, like very minimal, it's like those uh, TikToks where, you know, it does like the evolution of a person over years, except his is just literally. <laughs> same picture or it's like the the many moods of bill belichick it's like the many <laughs> the many weights the many sizes of thomas kithier and it's just the same like three years like, old five years old eight years old <laughs> like came out of the room at six foot ten yeah <laughs> like i was looking at the team pictures you know before the season started i'm like okay you know what these guys been up to like you know aaron got the dreads and i'm like okay he looks a little beefier and i looked at bang i'm like damn he doesn't look that bad and then i look at kith here i'm like okay he's he's here <laughs> that's a dude my uh my fraternity we had a we had a thing where like if an existing brother didn't show up to didn't show up to get their composite taken we would just take their last year we would take last year's photo and put them in like that's what looked like what happened for for kithier this year like he forgot to show up for picture day and the and the social and the media team were just like, fuck it, just use this one from last year's. So like <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm- I mean, I, I, I don't think he's gonna be back next year. I mean, I kind of I guess I already said that, but I mean if he is back, it's gonna be he's not gonna be starting. I mean, and he's yeah. not gonna get he's not gonna get a lion's share of minutes. I think the end of the season proved that. So, you know, we'll see. The other big question mark for me besides the big, big question mark is Joey Hauser. You know, I, I have no idea what the fuck to do with Joey Hauser. I, I, I don't. He started off so well. I mean, he looked like he was going to be like just a great player all year. And then the moment the big 10 play started, he got cold. I, I think he'll actually be a lot better next year. It just, he was so unplayable at the end of the year. I hope he can put up to start it. Mm. I don't. I, I kind of blame Coach Izzo for the very lofty expectations. Like when you say that he's like the best passer he's seen since Magic, uh, I, I think you need to let the kid make his own impact on the game, you know. And like last year, Cash and X were saying, you know, man, he's really good in practice. And I'm, I kind of had that thought in the back of my head, like, man, I've heard this shit before. Like. I'm not trying to be mean, but like I've heard this stuff before, and every time it's like they kind of underwhelm. And I like, yeah, and he didn't get a full off season, but I'm I, I kind of blame Izzo on that. Like, give give him, let him make his own impact on the team. I mean, he was just he was just never the same after the COVID pause. No, he had that really he had that really really strong performance against Wisconsin on Christmas Day, and then. After and then after the Minnesota game when they went on the COVID pause, it was it was all downhill. I mean he he just, I mean he looked like a different. It looked like he was body swapped. I mean I couldn't. That's the only way to put it. So I don't know what I don't know what the plan is. I mean he he went to Izzo and asked to be benched, 
Like that's that's never a great sign. I mean, like, yeah, he, he's just he, he just yeah, that just tells the coach that I'm not confident, and he came in there to shoot threes too. You need a confident three shooter. Yeah, I I just he was disappointing this year, uh, and defensively, oh my lord, don't get me started on that. Not good. I just yeah, I don't know I. I just don't know, man. I don't know. Um, you know, well, you know, I, if, if you told me, if you told me he was going to stay, I'd go, okay. If you told me he was going to hit the portal again, I'd say, okay. If you told me he was going to go, he was going to go play. He was going to go play in some church league in Slovenia <laughs> against guys who smoke two packs a day and are, and they're drinking and are drinking some weird Slovenian beer on the bench. I'd I'd say okay. Like I don't know what to I don't know what Joey Hauser's future holds. I, I legitimately don't. I would be shocked if he's not back, personally. Yeah, I mean, like Michigan State is probably his best option for for whatever. I mean, at least finish your education, get your degree. But I just I don't like basketball wise, I don't know what he's I don't know what I, I don't know what happens, you know, because I, I, Hauser was dealt a shitty hand. He didn't get the waiver, which was bullshit. And then COVID, ridiculous. COVID kind of threw a wrench in, in integrating him into the full team. And, you know, he did start out strong, like crappy said, but, you know, he was just, he, you know, Izzo called him the best passer since Magic. And I think in the, in the Eastern game, he threw three passes away, like the very first game of the year. So it was just like a, it was like a what the fuck kind of moment. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of Joey Hauser. Honestly, I don't. I, I, there's honestly, I, I wouldn't be shocked if anyone from this roster transferred. I, I'm at that point to where I could see a case for any of them to say, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. Sissoko would shock me, but I mean, yeah, that's about it. Sissoko, <laughs> Sissoko, Hogard, Sissoko, Hogard, and Bingham. and Bingham. Honestly, yeah, those are the yeah, only three are. who are who I know deep down in my plums are staying. Uh, that was Luke, a joke specifically what? for Lucas. I knew Lucas. I knew I was going to get Lucas with that one. Uh, you know, I've liked one for five with getting Lucas to laugh at jokes during the pod. And I knew that was going to be the one. <laughs> uh, so do we want to finish up by talking about next year? Or- yeah. I mean, obviously the biggest, the, the, the storm cloud hanging over this program, like <laughs> the specter of John Mayer over Taylor Swift's third album. Storm is now. Coming. Uh, yeah, where we go, one we go all. Um, <laughs> uh, you know the the military tribunals killing Nancy Pelosi and replacing her with a clone of MSU basketball is uh, is Amani Bates. Um, you know, I I said this in our group chat the other day. What group chat? Exactly. I know. Ryan. I know not of what you speak. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. God damn it! Now I have to edit this podcast. Um, <laughs> I said this the other day. Like, unless I, I truly, I said this a few weeks ago on the podcast too. I believe. I feel strongly that unless the one and done rule is eliminated and Amani can enter the NBA draft right away, he's coming to MSU. Because I just think. I think there's too much in it for both Amani and Elgin. Think about, think about all the attention Ipsy Prep is getting right now. I mean, the, the Brendan Quinn article that, that was ridiculous. Bullshit. That, that, had every, that had all the clickbaiters coming in their pants about, about oh, we might go to the G League. Like that was one paragraph in what was essentially a 6,800 word advertisement for Yipsy Prep. Like, yeah, I mean that besides that, like besides those two paragraphs about like, nobody thinks Amani is going to play in college. It was essentially like, Hey, look at this thing. This guy is doing, isn't this pretty fucking cool. And I don't, if the option is take $2 million and be locked in a gym in Southern California for a year, or play at Michigan State and have Dick Vitale go, Hipsy Prep, baby, three times a year, I think Elgin is going to want the latter. Uh- I mean, don't don't forget the big the big time publicity when Dockage tells us that uh, that Imani has no game. Right. I mean, the, the like look at you guys remember R.J. Hampton. Mm-hmm. You know the he had offers from Kentucky, from Duke, went to Australia. He's draft eligible this year. If you look at a big board, who's is RJ Hampton in the top three? No. No. It's all kids who played in college. Do you know why? Because college still offers that exposure that playing overseas that the G League can't offer yet. And Zion, like for instance, Zion came into college a top five pick. Because of the year that he had at Duke, he was a, he became the number one pick. If he goes he like overseas, the, he's not getting that same publicity. He, he was like the number seven overall recruit to that year coming and into that look, class. Like I don't disagree with the naysayers. No matter what Imani does, he's going to be the number one pick. Yes. No matter what, I mean, he could go. He could not. He could not touch a basketball for a year and still go number one. As far as I'm concerned. The way some of the these only, scouts talk about him. The only way that he's not the number one pick is if, is if he does sit out a year and then someone goes Zion his draft year. I mean, yeah, that's that's the risk. That's the risk Elgin play. I mean, that's the risk the Bates family plays, right? So mm-hmm. I think I I'll say this. I don't Lucas, believe I'm on middle way. I will say this. I don't believe Amani is reclassifying. I don't. Oh shit. Um, I, and that's gonna freak a lot of people out. 
Ryan just Ryan proved my point. I'm watching. I'm actually watching the game. For Curry, oh, okay. So. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about the NCAA tournament as a whole to wrap up after this. But I don't. I don't think Amani is reclassifying, and that's. Um, <sighs> it's because if he does reclassify, he has to play for two years. Right, and I don't think that I don't think the NBA is gonna redo. I don't think the. I don't think the NBA has the power nor the will to get rid of the to get rid of the age requirement for draft eligibility and just leave it at one year in college. I feel like the one and done rule is either going to be changed is either going to be all or nothing. It's going to stay as is, or the whole rule is going to be scrapped. I don't think the NBA is ready for the whole rule to be scrapped. So I would be shocked if they tweaked it. Before yeah, the next time they're tweeting it, they're getting rid of it. Right. So I would expect Amani not to reclassify and that's going to freak a lot of fucking people out. And I'll say this right now. Do not panic. Remain calm. The only way Amani Bate, mark my words, may the Lord in heaven, should he exist, I don't really think he's up there, but whatever. That's a different podcast. Um, you know, may whatever deity, God, Vishnu, Zeus, who, who the fuck ever, uh, fucking uh, what? What's the religion in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Fucking, uh, fucking the weird Scientology alien motherfucker. Uh, the spaghetti monster? No, not the spaghetti monster. Uh, it's from the South Park episode. God damn it, uh, Lucas, get it for me. While I'm while which I'm South on. Park episode? Uh, the sign, the trapped in the closet episode. Oh, trapped in the closet. Um. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Now I can't think about anything else. God damn it. What what from that episode? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, trapped in the trapped in the closet, the one about Scientology. Um, Xenu. God damn it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Xenu. Who the fuck ever is floating Five above hours later. The the giant baby, the giant baby from the end of 2001 a Space Odyssey. Whoever the fuck is up there. If I'm wrong, I give you full permission to strike me down. Unless the one and done rule is eliminated, Imani Bates will come to MSU. I don't think he's reclassifying. I don't think he wants to play two years in college. I think he'd rather take the year (coughs) in high school and help his dad continue to build Yipsy Prep than play at MSU for two years. I could be wrong, but I, you know, I, he could reclassify. I don't know, but as long as the, as long as the age requirement stays where it's at, I, I don't see him reclassifying and I don't see the NBA changing the one and done rule without getting rid of it completely. But he is coming to MSU. Everyone needs to take a fucking Everyone needs to take a fucking Zoloft and just chill the fuck out. It's fine. We're fine. Everything is fine. We're all good. How do you feel after my tirade, Lucas? My 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 second tirade in three weeks. Makes about, sense. About Amani. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm good. 
Uh, Ryan, you good? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of don't. I think that I think he, he either reclassifies or he doesn't wind up here. But that's just my personal opinion. I, I can definitely see the argument for that, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the one and done rule getting changed until the CBA expires, and the CBA doesn't expire until. I don't think the CBA expires until twenty twenty four. Um, it's either that or 2023. I can't, I'm not sure though. I yeah. think it's, I think it's 2024. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Either way, it's not, it's not before. It's not before. before. So the, before. the CBA extends through the 23 24 season. There's a mutual ops out, um, which will be taken, which will be, which will probably be taken after the 22 23 season. So Amani misses the boat either way whether he reclassifies yeah. or not. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I truly don't believe that. I truly don't believe Amani goes to, I truly don't believe the G league is a viable option right now. The way it's current, as long as, as long as people who enter into the G league program aren't allowed to play in the actual G league, it's not a viable option for the top for the for for Imani Bates level prospects it just isn't so you know if that changes then then yeah maybe I'd start to worry a little more but I I truly don't think I the way it's set up right now I mean you guys remember Isaiah Todd yeah yeah exact exact well you guys were supposed to say no but you know that that's kind of where i'm at um do we want to do a retake there st no i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do any more editing to this podcast (laughs) uh so i you know we can we can wrap up here with talking about the ncaa tournament as a whole uh what the fuck (laughs) dude Oh you guys, I, I've always you, you know it's Michigan can only win the Big Ten when MSU was down. <laughs> you know what fucking sucks Who though is those. Sucked. You know what fucking sucks though is those fucking assholes are going to be the only ones that get to the fucking Sweet Sixteen out of the Big Ten teams. Yeah, that really fucking sucks. Yeah, well, and then they're going to have the Mickey Mouse moonwalk into the into the Final Four too. I I don't know, man. I think. If, Florida State wins tonight, and they're up at half. I think they can beat them, but I, I, who, who the hell knows? I don't care because Michigan is going to cakewalk to the Final Four, and then absolutely get their shit pushed in by Gonzaga. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would honestly, I don't want them to make the Final Four, but I would enjoy watching Gonzaga absolutely fucking shit out of them. Gonzaga's a buzzsaw this year. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, nobody's yeah. beating, nobody's beating them. They're so good, dude. I, I mean. Today, today, Oklahoma plays like their best game possible, and they lose by seven points. Like, yeah, Jesus they were up Christ. twelve to four, and then after that, Gonzaga's like, "Man, we're here." Well, I think I think having Gonzaga be a buzzsaw, I think that kind of makes the other stuff happening around around the rest of the bracket that more fun, right? Because you're not nobody's thinking like, "What happens if a nine seed wins the tournament?" Because they're not like Gonzaga's yeah. gonna fuck everybody up. You know, do you yeah. guys like oral? 
what do you, how, do you, how does the how does the uh, podcast feel about Oral? Get oral it? Ojo. Because Oral Roberts, they're 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 a Christian school. They don't allow sex. <laughs> did you guys see uh, the uh, did you guys see the thing going around in their student handbook about um about dancing? No. I did see that. I did see that. That's fucking <laughs> incredible. The students like their Oral Roberts campus. The whoever sits on the board of trustees at Oral Roberts watched watched the first hour of Footloose, turned it off, and went. That's a good idea. That instituted it at their university. They just thought the movie ended there. Yeah, they thought exactly. the movie like Footloose. They didn't watch. They didn't see John Lithgow or Dennis Quaid, depending on which version of the movie you watch. Uh, smack his daughter. They didn't see the end. They didn't see the scene of Kevin Bacon dancing around the <laughs> dancing around the abandoned factory. You know. Um. I. You know what I. This is here comes another non sequitur that goes nowhere. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys like if they like took another shot at Footloose? I realized they just remade it like ten years ago. No. If they took another shot at Fo- how the fuck would that work? Like how the fuck would that work now? How do you think that would work now? Hmm. In the age of in the age of VPNs and SoundCloud and Spotify, like. Do you think a town could legitimately outlaw well outlaw music? You have to make it a country version where they outlaw line dancing. I think I that's mean, or an Amish Amish town. I mean <laughs> I like one eighth paid attention to to the reboot, but I think instead of just outlawing music period, it was like a seven o'clock curfew and loud music. <sighs> Like loud music, like you couldn't play music loud, and dancing, and like social gather. You know what I mean? Like I think that was the that was the thing. They didn't outright ban music like they did in the eighties version. I think they just outlawed parties. <laughs> you make a version where it's a town full of people with masks at a, at a Kalahari <laughs> resort, and then. <laughs> And you have one guy coming in that way. Oh my fucking lord! What a pull! What a pull! (laughs) Wait, Aubrey Huff has got to be at that. uh, At that. uh, that Aubrey Huff. (laughs) It's called Maskless Paradise. (laughs) Oh my fucking lord! It's like Wizard of Oz, where the outside of the. Whenever you step outside of Kalahari, it's black and white. And then whenever you just when you go back into the resort, it's in color. Well, this this discussion's going off the rails. I, I just had to throw that in because I got reminded of that on the timeline a little bit ago and I about pissed myself laughing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good that's a good stopping point, probably. <laughs> a serious discussion about Imani Boots, and then spoof of Wizard of Oz. Good lord! Slash Footloose. Um, you know, 
This is Bacon Wire, everybody. He's got a mask on and it's black and white. Where do I go? I can't breathe. (laughs) It's like, uh, fuck. It's like the happening where, like, (laughs) (laughs) you put on a mask and then you immediately jump into a wood chipper or something. Masks start killing people. <laughs> the mask starts, yeah. The mask starts suffocating people, and then I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Crenshaw isn't working on that for a campaign ad right now. <laughs> oh my lord! I remember I got one of the uh, anti-mask politicians down south with a ligma joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're recording this right now in the at the it's like one minute left in the LSU game. It's over. Fucking God damn it. Moving on. LSU just so fucking un. They're so badly coached. They're yeah. so badly coached. Yeah, it's like uh, watching a fucking glorified AAU team. It's fucking terrible. Will, Will Wade. Yeah, it's like uh, Will Wade can't coach. All he knows how to do is drop bags, charge his phone, and lie. Be bisexual. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Eat hot chip, drop bags, Damn. lie. <laughs> Dude, they have they have had the amount of talent that team has had for like the last three years or whatever is insane, and just they're so badly coached. I mean, that it, 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 like I said, man, it's legitimately like watching a glorified AAU team. They have zero flow whatsoever, and I mean, just a lot of talent, no coaching. I, I terrible. Will Wade is like Henry Winkler and the water boy at the beginning, like just sitting on the bench reading how to coach college basketball for <laughs> And the kids he's, are all he's reading uh he's reading Fran McCaffrey's book on defense. <laughs> oh my fucking god. I could not believe that was an actual you, thing. You guys have who never seen that you, before? Who would you I, trust? I, that more was the first time I saw philosophy. that. Wow. Who who would you trust more defensive philosophy? Fran McCaffrey? Or Rich Rodriguez, Rich oh, Rod, man, Rich Rod. probably Rich Rod, dude. <laughs> I mean, Rich Rod had the number one team in the country at one point. He did. Fran is just, dude. He, this guy, they got, they was got a hundred put up on him today. They their their system is a fucking fraud. I mean, I don't know. I, I every, all of us <laughs> knew it, but if you needed an example today of why that was a fraud. There you go. There you go. I mean, they just got shit on. Absolutely shit on. Garza has 36. They still lose by 15. Well, LSU just... How do you fuck up that roster? LSU within two possessions with 40 seconds left. The game's over. It's over. Yeah, this game's going to last... Well, it's going to last another 15 minutes. But yeah, for all intents and purposes, it's over. Live bacon wire play-by-play right now? Yeah, People already Except this I'm game on, already ended when people life. are listening to this, but <laughs> congrats to Michigan on uh the final four. Well, no, it you know it doesn't count unless you reach, reach the national championship. Hey, I was told I was point. told that this I was told that football season didn't count this year, so you know what we're rolling with that for basketball. Hashtag fake season doesn't count. It does Mickey, not count. What, Mickey Mouse. They, well, they called it Mickey Mouse because it took place in Disney. Like what what can we call this this tournament bubble in in Indianapolis? Cop- Copium Championship. Um, no, it's it, it has to have something to do with 
Pat Ew. McAfee, Pat McAfee oh, rant. Shit. Uh, what's what? the what's this st- why am i blanking on the steak uh, saint elmo's saint elmo's oh, ring oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoy yep. your saint elmo's ass ring like it's called a mickey mouse ring because it took place in disney like that's why it's called a mickey yeah, mouse ring mickey mouse is also considered soft so yeah mickey mouse championship you know this is a this is a saint elmo's championship who gives a shit man guns i if they if they get in the final four guns i guess pushing their shit <laughs> Or a Trill Ballins, Trill Ballins championship. <laughs> Trill Ballins championship. Speaking of Trill Ballins, this Indiana coaching search, man. This is Dude, an what the fuck is going on? I've never seen a coach fail a physical before. No. What well, the uh, fuck, so man? Here's, so here's what's true. going on. A, Rivals had posted a story that that Thad Mata had basically agreed to become the next head coach of Indiana basketball, but had failed a physical. Um, a basketball reporter had, I got to find the, I got to find the fucking tweet now. Um, now I got to scroll up like fucking 25 minutes. It was two, four, seven, by the way, who had that 20, 24, seven had that, had the, that said that it was a fake report. It was this yeah. is what they said. So twenty someone from tw- someone who I think ran who I think is like a site expert for Indiana's board uh came out with and said basically that take is bullshit. Um someone in Modest Camp vehemently denied um that he had even talked to Indiana about the job. And uh, John Goodman's brother Jeff denied it too. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Goodman denied. Mata even talking to Indiana about the job, so um, it, does, it does sound a, it does kind of sound like bullshit. But it, it, would it surprise you if it was true? No, no, absolutely not. Indiana has the resources to. They and, could literally go up to Brad Stevens and say, "Blank check, write your price. We'll do whatever it takes. We will wait." Lucas, they're just they're not, and I know the logistics. Michigan best. First choice football, same thing. They are the same thing. Yeah, no, Indiana basketball and Michigan basketball are the same program. Michigan football and Indiana basketball are the same program. Michigan football. That's a good good comp. That's a a good comp. The the day that Archie Miller was fired, wasn't the report basically one booster paid the buyout, the other one paid for the coach because they were who the coach was? Yeah, well, and, the, how it came how, out was no, one booster like paid that. paid Archie Miller's ten million dollar buyout, and then Probably another booster that. said, "Whatever the next coach is buy, if the next coach has a buyout, we'll I'll cover it." Is I bet he paid the ten mil. Yeah. So, um, whatever, whatever. But I hope that this never happens in Michigan State, where you get to this point. But oh. I mean, now we have we definitely have the. The boosters to they, do the same exact thing if it gets to that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean Matt Matt, Matt Ashiba in uh in Dan Gilbert are basically just gonna Dan get Gilbert. basically gonna what? They're, they're, they're absolutely they're, getting into a into a dick measuring contest. One hundred percent. You know. No one. No one's gonna. No one's gonna play the. Uh, Michael Keaton and the other guys roll and tell him, shake your dicks. This pissing contest is over. 
<laughs> All time role. My son so, is at NYU. He's he's becoming a he's studying to be a DJ and exploring his bisexuality. That's great. That's good. Uh, <laughs> who, okay, so who do you think is going to be the IU coach? I, I think we're going to find out within the next week. Dude, it's going to be Porter Moser should be the guy to get that job. Should be out of anybody Moser. that's left, I think it's it. It should be Porter Moser. But guess what would happen? The Indiana fan base would lose their fucking shit. They get pissed off, and it would be like a Tennessee football thing with Greg Schiano. They're they're convincing their, themselves that Brad Stevens has a backdoor agreement. Like I love he is not going there. He, like what the fuck, man? I, I I he's not going there. Only way he goes there is if like, he there's calls no Andy way and says look. I'm not feeling it anymore. You know, can we work something out? But he won't do that to Danny Ainge because they're close. Well, he's also not. He's also not coaching in college. He fucking hates recruiting. Like, why would, there why is, would you leave the NBA? Why would you leave that? If you have, if you, if you can know, you can get. He can get another NBA job. Yeah. First of all, if this doesn't work out with the Celtics, I. In, if you're looking at it from coaching, from a coaching perspective. If you have a choice between coaching in the NBA and coaching in college, the NBA is just the obvious choice. You don't have to recruit. You don't have to deal with basically, you know, babysitting college kids for a whole entire year all the time. And you get more money. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a pretty obvious decision if, if you're asking me, but unless unless you have an unadulterated passion for college basketball, and there's some guys like that, like Tom Izzo is one of those guys. Jim um, Beheim, he has he has a couple passions. One of them one of them being college basketball. The other regular manslaughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what's sorry, Fran McCaffrey. You know the you know there got Coach K. Uh, you know, there those are guys who have passions for college basketball. And handshake meme. Brad McCaffrey would not get an Brad McCaffrey would not get an NBA job or Brad Stevens. Yes. Brad Stevens can the job is basically like anyone who takes the IU job is basically keeping Brad Stevens' seat warm. And I think it was pretty telling that he didn't leave Boston to go to IU when they hired Archie Miller. Right. So you know, Indiana, and Boston was in a way worse. Boston was in a way worse place when they hired when they. Boston was in a way worse position. They they had a really bad season his first year. So just I don't shit. He's been there almost eight years now, or some shit. Feels like damn. Holy hell! I think it's actually eight years. Like I, I get. I, I think there's part of Brad Stevens that is like in his head, like, yeah. If this were any other situation, I would be signing that dotted line, you know, like, and he said that, you know, it is home, you know, it's, it was a dream job of mine, but like, why the, I don't know, like, I would get it if the NBA playoffs started next month, and then, like, say the Boston Celtics barely get in and get swept, then I would go, okay, then you probably have enough time to get a decent class and at least get your footprint, your, your foot in the door. And then after that, you can get the machine rolling. But I think Indiana's going to fuck it up again. I think my my home run is Steve Alford. 
Man, I, I don't know if that's a home run. Um, <laughs> I personally prediction to Steve. He Alford. was pretty brutal at UCLA. I I bad. personally would like to take the time right now as we wrap up the podcast. Uh, Ryan Crappy, thank you both for coming on. It was a lot of fun having you guys on. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, yeah, thanks uh, for having us on, fellas. I would thanks like I would like to extend our heartfelt congratulations to the new head coach of Indiana basketball, our friend Dane Fife. Uh, yeah, fellas, that's all for this week. Um, the format's going to continue changing a little bit week to week as we figure out what the pot is going to be now that there's no MSU sports to talk about on a, on a more regular basis. Obviously there's still going to be activity in the transfer portal for both football and basketball. We'll find stuff to talk about spring ball starting up. Yeah. I mean, we talked about all nine star Wars movies, so we'll, we've got to talk about starting baseball. Yes. Out. Shout Michigan out! Wins. Shout yeah. out! Shout out! Shout out to MSU! Shout out to them baseball boys! <coughs> um, shout out to the women who are in the NCAA tournament. Did they win today? They lost. They did lose today. Um, it's all right. You know, it's all right. Uh, you know, shout out to the shout out to the boys on the diamond for shutting out Michigan today, three nothing. Uh, club lacrosse team, club sports aren't going right now, but thinking about you. How about you, baseball? Made devotion cry today. Yeah, it's a good day. Good Call day. Off <laughs> then, uh, you just can't fake that passion. No. You just can't fake passion like that. Uh, so, fellas, thank you for coming on. Uh, we're out of here. Go green. Go white. Go white. All right. We Yeah.